Yo, can you hear me? Yeah. All right, bet. Bet. What's good, brother? Just chilling for real, man. Like, raining, dry as hell in VA. But I'm going to hit some open mics the rest of the week for real. All right, that's what's up. I try. I, I I tried to do what you do. I hit me a comedy open mic like a couple months ago. Oh. Uh, did, did my my first and only stand up set. That's <laughs> the only time I'm doing that shit. Uh, I I got I got a lot of respect. Uh, stand up comedian shit because it's not it's definitely not easy to go up there and and I I just I didn't write no routine nothing. It was just on the whim. Chick I was dating at the time I was like. You should go up there and uh, give it a shot. I was like, "I, I guess," and I did like, I did like ten minutes, and I did well. But uh, I don't think I want to do that shit ever again. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm cool on that. It wasn't a smooth transition. I ain't even going front with you, man. Like honestly, I had to stop walking around on stage as much. Cause they were saying yeah. like you lose the audience with that after a while because it becomes predictable and shit like that. So I had to become more stationary on stage. Cause you remember I used to be like energy guard, hype all the time, jumping around, spin moves, <laughs> shit like that. Like, couldn't do that with stand energy guard, huh? You was definitely energy energy guard. That was definitely that was definitely you. I had to think about that. Yeah, you was definitely like, like when we were performing shit, like you'd be jumping around and like <laughs> you'd be extra lit. So I I know that translates. I know that has to translate to uh, to to being on stage for stand up. But it's that's a whole different. You're right. It's a whole different ball game. That's a whole different ball game. Yeah, you gotta like be more stationary. Like, you got to really look into the audience, make eye contact. I had to work on that shit. Because I used to have my yeah. head down. I used to just smoke big blunts and try to think of my routines. Not really make eye contact. I was just losing people like that. So I had to adjust that shit, you feel me? Yeah, I feel I feel that. I, I remember you working on your... uh. On your routine, and you you sent it to the email for us to listen to and check out uh, before you started like really like hitting like hitting the open mics and, sh- and went that hard. I I remember that. So and I remember you posting a video of one of your first sets, and you you definitely was like you definitely did a lot of looking down and, and stuff like that. And I mean for me, I uh, like. Like it's normal. I think it's normal for you to have that. Those, I guess those those jitters, right? Like those first. Yeah, definitely. It was in the funny bone. You feel me? So yeah, that was my first time. It was in one of the biggest venues in VA. So I was just like, I don't want to mess up. I'm trying to have a clean set. Nah, I mean, I don't want to have mistakes. So it was just first time jitters, really. Yeah. No. No. It's. I mean, because I like, I, like I couldn't see the the crowd because you know you, you did the video, but it's like it don't matter how many people is, is in there. It could be twenty five, it could be a hundred people in the club. It, it's still it's still nerve wracking because your objective is to 
even if it's 20 people there, you got to make those 20 people laugh. You still right. got to connect with those 20 people. So that's that's the whole... It, I mean, hell, it's like, like there's no different than when we was, were performing. And, uh, like, we would have to try to, like, when we was doing some of them songs, like the Blazing and Amazements and all them shows, like, like, even if we perform in front of somebody, whether it's in Brooklyn, whether it was, you know what I'm saying, in Towson or whatever it was, like, performing in front of those people, you still got to get them to connect to the song and actually like it. So that, that's, like, all that, this is, it all coincides. It's all a challenge for real. Yeah, like, one thing that we always did as a group collectively, which is come out with high energy no matter who was out there, and that's something that I took and I take to this day with comedy, you feel me? Because we went out to Brooklyn. This wasn't the Brooklyn that I envisioned, you feel me? Yeah, it's a justified no. Brooklyn. For sure. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> we used our think- shit. We, I used to, did we see any black people? We always think we see no other black people on that, like, that entire walk. Like, they had a corner store. I remember they had a corner store. We walked by the corner store. But it was like I don't one day where we saw black people. Yeah, and then, like, it. we took the subway. And, like, other than that, man, like, nah. We had a dude with an out of tune banjo play some bluegrass before us. Yeah, we I remember that. <laughs> they gave us one mic. It was three of us. Me, you, yep. and Apollo. <laughs> yep. Yep. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> On stage. That was- I wanted to record it, but then we were just like, nah, this shit look crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I think what we saw was like, yo, we found this open mic, we found this little spot, we perform. And we got there, and like it's funny because I still I still get emails from them. To this day, like, oh, because, uh, like, because you know, you gotta you write your information down just in case they select you to come back or something like that. And I still get emails from them, like promoting stuff and like, asking about other open mics and stuff like that. But it's just funny because I know at the time, like, I I didn't think when we went in there. I was like, man, this ain't gonna be about nothing. I saw them little church pew looking uh, benches they had in there, and then I saw the like the crowd of people. I was like, this is not gonna go well at all. <laughs> like, I love first though. I was like, it's not gonna go well at all. But we I mean we pulled it off. We we really yeah, to pulled our it friend, off. they were singing alone in both songs. Yeah, so it's like if, if you can if you can get people to rock with it, uh like I like I feel like it's it's just the it's an energy thing, you know what I'm saying? Like it's an energy thing. Like you get people to identify with your energy and and and, and you've got good music. Which I thought we've always kind of it's something we've always done. We always had we always made good music. That's that was we did that in our sleep pretty much. So it wasn't like an issue. But I guess at the time we I think we first went out to do like uh, you know do shows and, and open mics and stuff. Like I, I I guess it don't it doesn't dawn on us that like we still it like it's it's still it's not like we on tour, right? Like you gotta. You gotta present this this music like it's the first time these people are ever hearing it, and it's like, I think I think that's what we did a good job of, especially back back in uh at, at Brooklyn, because I know we looked crazy going up there at first. I remember like we looked crazy out here because it was no <laughs> yo, <laughs> but I, I probably helped. That probably helped because I know because it would have probably been nerve wracking if we hadn't. You know right. what I mean? Like it probably been nerve wracking because. 
Because, like, but, and plus we had to wait for a minute. I think we had to wait a minute because I think, uh, who was with us? It was a Dizzle. Dizzle was with us, right? Because Dizzle was showing us around uh, yeah. Brooklyn. You showed us around Brooklyn. He was there with us, and we was all, like, tired because we had walked uh, 87,000 miles just to get on the train. Yeah, like, <laughs> we walked all through Brooklyn. Like, I had never like, seen that like tunnel. That. I was, like, smoking blood in the tunnel. Oh, yeah, it was like, yo, you better hope the big and don't catch y'all. I was like, yeah, oh, shit, gaining yeah. early. <laughs> I remember that. That was funny. Because it was like, yo, like, we, like, I remember we first got to Brooklyn, and we and we was, like, walking by, like, uh, I want to say the bus stops. And I think I was yelling that. I was, like, I think me and Apollo was probably, like, walking by, like, saying something to some of them ladies that was there, or looking at looking at the bros. Like, we, like, we was just trying to take it all in. And then, by the I, I, you don't realize how far we walked. Like, I don't even think, like, if, if we could, like, put it in the, into an actual story. And I'm going to put, I'm going to actually put this in my book that I'm working on. I'm actually putting this as, like, I think that might be the longest anybody's ever had to walk to do a performance. Because we literally walked from a train station all the way through Brooklyn from the hood side of Brooklyn to the gentrified side of Brooklyn. And then we got to the gentrified side. We had to go all the way to the very end. If you remember, we walked all the way down there to that theater where we performed that. There was nothing else at the end. That was a dead end. It was nothing else past that. It was nothing else past that. I remember that, yo. It was nothing else past that. Yes, like, we walked took the bus twice, right? Yeah, we took the we took the bus. We t- no, I think we took the bus once. No, we took the bus twice because we took it once getting to Brooklyn and then once leaving out Brooklyn. Cause I think I gotta remember. I, I ain't gonna front. I, I, I was we so high. I don't remember. I don't remember. Getting, so I don't remember we went high. to Manhattan, right? Yeah, cause we got pizza. Cause we ended yeah. up getting pizza. So I think and we took then, the bus from Brooklyn to Manhattan. From there, like some shit happened at a strip club. It was like hella bacon on that street. Yo, and that was crazy. We almost <clears throat> missed the fucking bus to go back to Maryland. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. We was walking I, past Madison Square Garden and shit. <laughs> yep, I remember that. You know, like that, we was speed, speed walking, like because uh, I, th- I think it's because we was like, oh, we were so high. I don't think like nah, that wasn't it. Was, it was just we was just lost as a bitch. Because <laughs> I, I, I feel like I feel like if we was if I if, if we wasn't high, we probably remembered a little bit better what we were. <laughs> we was because we started the day. We started the day at that barbecue spot. If I'm not mistaken, at that barbecue spot, that's where we started the day at. So we was right there, basically. Now that I know New York better, I know exactly I know exactly how close we were to where the bus stop to where the bus stop was. So I know how close we were now. But I was like, yeah, we were so close, and we basically walked in circles after we left the um the pizza spot, and that yeah, really, was, that was a long ass day. That's yeah, that I was a country bama from. <laughs> Aberdeen, Maryland. I'm sitting there walking. We supposed to be getting to this bus stop. I'm like, damn, that building playing a movie on top. Let me take a picture of that. <laughs> and I see an edibles truck and another motherfucker going to be like, yo, I got some weed for sale. I'm like, oh, man, you just smell like undercover. Like You just got the face. Yep. So I'm like, nah, man, I got to go. <laughs> 
find where the fuck we had to ask the police for help. Like that was an uncomfortable feeling. I ain't gonna lie Yo, to you. Uncomfortable as shit. But it was just in, like in New York. In New York is even more uncomfortable because that's like right after like Eric Gardner and all the shit like we like that was real uncomfortable. We was we I know we was on edge, we was on edge that entire that entire New York trip. I'll never forget we was on edge. Just even riding the train, we was talking about it. We was talking about it like like I mean, it's still bad now because I mean, no matter what, like even with you being in Virginia, even you know what I'm saying, me being it's like wild in VA, brother. Like yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be I'll be out there. But you said what? I'll be out there in the VA here and there, yo. Like I'll be I'll be I'll be moving I'll be moving between here, DC and VA a lot. But I don't I probably don't go at that far. Like not as far as as you probably. Yeah, I'm down in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, I ain't, I don't go out that far. But I'll be seeing it, man. Like I, I, I tell everybody, I tell everybody, Maryland, DC, and Virginia, they, they police is terrible. It's terrible. Like I, I ain't never seen that shit like that. Like we just got pulled. We got pulled over like two months ago. Uh, not in VA, but in, like coming back from DC, we got pulled over, and we waited. And this man Apollo, we waited for like an hour and a half. We, th- I, th- I swear we was going to jail. I swear we was going to jail. Yo. Like I, I, I never, I never even spoke about that on Twitter. Or nothing. We got pulled over. He's coming back from the uh, wrestling show out in DC, and they pulled us over. And Apollo had like a little bit of weed. And yeah, we coming from DC. It's legal in DC. They pulled right. us over. They made us get out the car. They put us against the up against the car. Like checked our pockets, went in our pockets, told us to empty out our pockets. Had to sit down on the side of the road, try to act like they was being friendly with niggas. Like they did this whole thing for nothing. Literally nothing. Just because they said Apollo, I guess, merged over into the lane or something too quick or something. I'm like, come on, it was like one o'clock in the morning, bro. Like one o'clock in the morning. Like the fuck. Like we trying to get home because because I, well, I I was off the next day. I think Apollo had to work the next day. You know what I'm saying? Like I like I like the police is they trash, yo. They trash. Yeah. And the Maryland, DC, Virginia area, they trash. Big trash. Yeah, for sure. But I'm gonna try a Euro set from that. But I mean, I agree. You don't get it twisted. But no, 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 no. We don't need to talk too much about the police. Fuck, fuck, man. fuck. But anyway, um, I just remember that you had instilled a lot of confidence in me. Like I definitely mentioned, I, I mentioned multiple times on Twitter, but I'll just say it again. You was definitely a big help. You was like a mentor for real. As far as like just going through with confidence, like being unique in yourself and being versatile. Cause I was doing stuff and songs with DAR that I never envisioned myself doing years before. Cause like my older music was fucking trash. But I mean, it was that shit was funny though, yo. Them I, them I see days, that I see them I see days, that music was funny as hell. Nigga had nothing like that. <laughs> Nigga had, <laughs> like he had that joke. Hey, hey, but but it was unique. You know what I'm saying? Like get, what you did was unique because it's you back then. Like even back then, like even if you say it's trash, it wasn't trash. It just was you. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta hone your skills. Like that's why when you when we start working together, my goal for me, like you said, as a mentor, is just like at the end of the day, like whether it's you, it's easy, uh, you know what I'm saying, like even like Al and Twins like that, like 
I, to me, it's just my role to step in and be like big, like big bro, and and like for music shit and in general. And I look, I looked at it like I don't want anybody around me that I don't see potential in. So if I saw potential in you, my goal was to just like yo, let's get maximum effort out of each other. Whether you you whether you inspire us to 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 have more energy in what we do, whether we inspire you or, or push you to be more confident, like that was the whole goal. That was the whole goal anyway. Of of having like a, a crew or a group was to continuously bounce ideas <laughs> off of each other, to bounce off of you know what I'm saying, and push each other to be better. Like like when when we I remember when we, we was working on Cool in an Actual World, like the the progression I think you showed from was it Chronicles of a Four One Zero Savage, and, and and what was it? What was it? Genesis? I think it was Genesis. I think it was Genesis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we did that. Like just your progression from that point to that was to to cool in the actual world to uh, was it Exodus the uh, yeah, Exodus like all of those things like all yeah. of those things to me like that was all it was about that's what it was always about like making sure you know what I'm saying making sure everybody was 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 kind of finding their place like a pot like Apollo he was finding his place and I think he continue like he just continues to grow mm-hmm. even for me even for me. Like now, like I, I I got I got more albums than No Limit released in ninety eight, ninety nine combined, damn near at this point. And I feel like, but I feel like there's still more I could do. It's concept records, there's I just did an R and B project where I'm singing on the whole, damn near the whole thing. So like, it, you still got to push yourself. So even with like with you now, you got comedy and stuff like that, but you got to push yourself too, right? You got it's it's you locking in and you honing your skills. Like every everything translates. So even for me writing this book, I, like, I'm writing this book that I'm working on. I'm writing. On, I've been working on a script for like the last two years, but I'm actually going to try to finish the script that I'm working on too. But it's like even working in that, all that stuff transitions from, you know, like the music stuff. All that stuff stems from the music because the music is like that introduction to putting yourself out there. Because if you like, I think you one of the only you the only one of us that had his face featured on um. Yeah, uh, on the album because Apollo didn't do it. I think Speed, I think Speed might have did it, but like I think Speed might have done it. But like you was on, you was right there in the middle of the Chronicles. Uh, not the Chronicles. No, you was on Chronicles. I was yeah, on the cover um, with the Merlin flag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then Cool and Action where it was cool as shit. That was a cool ass cover. It was like it was like that that No Limit Cash Money shit. But it was like, but it it was one hundred percent you. You know what I'm saying? That was your style. That was just. That it fits you as an artist, it fits you as a person, and it's your face. So it's like that's your first introduction to putting yourself out there. What and when we did the performances and stuff like that, so I always felt like, like we just had to find our niche, like in in general, individually, and, and all that stuff. And I, I felt like I, I found my niche, and I, I knew as an artist, once you did cool in the actor world, to me at the time, I was like, X got it. This is this is this is an opportunity to run with it. And we, I wanted to see you. I was wanted to see you go even further than I think Cooler Than Action World did. I wanted to see you go even farther. Like I really wanted that to be the case. But what I happened know, was I got that little DUI. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. That's, it's, that's what messed everything up, literally. Life, life, life getting away. Life gets in the way a lot. <laughs> life, <laughs> life definitely gets. Life gets in the way. Um, but yeah, like no, I, like I said, I felt like. I felt like when you 
when we was working together, like especially when we, because like we started with Luke, we started working with uh, Luke and going to Luke stuff, and that was kind of okay. like how you how we built built the foundation, uh, artists like as artists together. But I feel like I kind of feel like we hit a kind of a wall a little bit when we was working with Scott, and that's no disrespect to Scott. It's just I don't want to say it's not a disrespect. It's just the truth to me that we hit a wall to me because it was always extracurricular shit in it. Whereas with Luke, we was kind of just focused on recording. You know what I'm saying? Like, you smoke in there, you could do that, you could do that. But with Scott, you know, there was incidents, shit that was happening. There was moments where it was uncomfortable. And, you know what I mean? Like, and you've seen, like, if it was time to get uncomfortable, I ain't got no problem barking on you know what I'm saying? He could be, he could be the engineer that I got no problem barking on him or checking the situation, but it shouldn't be that because we ain't had that when we worked with Luke. You know what I mean, like we didn't have that. We, we he might have been annoying. He might have been annoying. Talk too much, but you know what I'm he white. He white. That's what they do. So it's like I ain't take that that serious. But I felt like when we got with Scott, like I felt like we hit a kind of a wall because as much as we were cranking out and much as we were doing, it still felt like it was like a chore sometimes even to just do that like sometimes and and that's and that's a that's an honest admission on my end like because right after i want to say right around the time black you did black blood cells mm-hmm. like it was that was that whole that was kicking my ass like mentally it was kicking my ass like, I, was, I couldn't do i just couldn't deal with it like i was like because to me it was like all right acts you know acts easy and them they're gonna come around and if you remember, it was a point in time where I wasn't even really recording nothing. Like sometimes I was just showing up just to make sure you got just you know what I'm saying you got you got there to get it done, because I knew for a fact there was no way you would be able to get into that booth if I wasn't there, or or that things wouldn't go smoothly, because I don't know how Scott was going to act, or what girl was going to be there. Because we, I mean, like I'm not going to speak on that situation in detail, but it was you know what I'm saying like there was a situation prior with a girl. And that was the whole thing because I think some girl was failing you or something like that that was there with one of them. Or, I can't remember how it went. I just remember it was an uncomfortable situation. And I was like, if I'm not there, I don't know. Like, y'all might have y'all might have scrapped. Might have turned into a scrap or something. Y'all might have yeah. pencil to get thrown. So, I like, that was exhausting. And I knew it was like, it wasn't y'all. It wasn't you. It wasn't easy that's causing it. Cause y'all mind y'all been y'all chill. You like y'all don't be on that type of time. When y'all in the studio, you just trying to record, trying to get your vibe right. I knew it was them, so I was like, "All right, this is exhausting." And that's when I was like, "I'm done." Like I actually stopped. Like I didn't record. <sighs> Honestly, should I ain't record at like after 2017? I ain't record to almost the end, the end, like the end of last year. I ain't record yeah. nothing. Like I stopped. I ain't know you that long of a hiatus, man. Yeah, but but the fun like people don't people don't know this because I use old songs that I had left over, and I put like because it's it's a song we got that I put on one of the joints, uh, and I was like I think I forget, I forget what we called it. Um, it was one of them songs. I think you I think you found an email. Speed found it, and I was like I'm gonna just use this. I'm like because like oh, ain't recorded. I, I I don't know if it was D A R season. I think it's called something like that. It it, it was something. And I put it on something. I put it on something at the beginning of this year that I dropped. I forgot the name of it though. 
it had that it had that happy sounding beat. So I remember when we first recorded it, we was like, yo, we can't put this on Exodus or or Leviticus because it's too happy sounding. It was a happy sounding beat. I I I will find it. I didn't put out so much music this year. I, I honestly can't remember. Yo. Like I think you talking I, about the joint with like the different beats. You talking about that one? I think that's the one. It might be the one. Cause I know we did I, I, I know we did one where we actually recorded recorded with speed for speed shit. Where we actually recorded it through like the phone apps or whatever yeah. we was using at the time. We did that. But that one I found an old one. And I, I was just I just found a whole bunch of old songs. And I put I put in 2018, I put out one album. One album in 2018. And that was in March of 2018. And all those songs were from 2017. Nobody knows that. But anybody listens to who listens who listens to this that listens to my music, those are old songs. I wasn't recording. I wasn't with Scott. I wasn't around none of them people like that. I was by myself. I was with a dating this girl at the time. So I was always with her. If people follow me on Instagram, they'll see what I was doing. Like <laughs> I was trying to make sure my mom's health was good. You know what I'm saying? I was, you know what I mean? Like, and and full disclosure, like I don't think I saw speed or Apollo like that even during that time outside of like birthdays. Like, cause I just like my whole entire life was different. And it all stemmed from Scott shit. That's all it stemmed from. Cause it yeah. is that that's how much of an exhaustion that was. Like nothing else could make me take could have made me take like, you know what I'm saying? Like my, my baby mother tripping with my daughter, that didn't stop me from recording. My mama's health issues, that didn't stop me from recording. Like a couple a couple of my friends dying. I told you summer passed away. You know what I'm saying? Summer passed away last year. You met Summer a couple times. Yeah, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that, like that didn't make me want to stop rapping. It took being around like a dysfunctional situation to make me want to like fall back. And now the situation I'm in is great because it's business. It's business first. And there's no more that like, yo, like I'll let you come over, just buy a bottle or you know what I'm saying? By that, like, like you can record, just bring this or just bring that. Like, I'd rather just pay for it now. That way we ain't got to worry about, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. and the sound's better and the sound quality's better. I, I, and, and I mean this, I wish that whole time we spent at Scott, I wish we could have probably went somewhere else so that we could have had even better sound quality. Like, even better. Like, sound quality wasn't horrible. It's just the way I, I hear it now and the fact we actually sit in the studio and we actually got like, like a dude that's mastering and and mixing it and it just sounds perfect like i, I wish I, I really wish back then we, we would have found what i found after the hiatus i took because it was like i said it was about a year i ain't record for a year like a year and some change yeah. i ain't write one round i personally like that more than cool than the actual world it's a know. more project i say it's a more mature project I'm 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 personally just uh, I'm so personally like biased to Cool in the Axe World. It's because I like watched you make it, and like I, I think about all the times we had geeking in the studio while you were making it. <laughs> like that's why that album to me, like that, like all those albums to me, that that whole period of that, like uh, that, like Exodus, um, that Upper Echelon, that Cool in the Axe World, like that that time to me, like. It, like, you know, it's still fucking fire. I was listening to it recently. That shit still fucking go. Cool. <laughs> and but you know, you know how like you watch a documentary 
I like the old rap groups or the older rap groups, and they had that like that one period of time where you show them in the studio, and it just looked like they having the most fun, and they making like the best shit ever. That's what I feel like that period was for us. Yeah, it's like it's like I like I text you, you like yo, I'm, like especially when like especially when Luke was in the basement when he moved from Towson to the city, he was in the basement, and we used to like walk up to the corner stores and get like chicken wings. It was a Burger King wow. right there. <laughs> And we go back like it like to me that was like artist life. That's like that's like the artist life, right? Because you see like like with Cash Money and them was in the, back in the day when they was in the studio. You had Wayne sitting there. He had a blunt. He might have had a cheeseburger or something. And they just bouncing ideas off each other. Like when you did uh, was it NBA style? And, and what's that was the most difficult song I ever did, man. Like but I don't fire. think that guy is just do a credit. They deserve. I don't even like talking like that about my music, but that one was hard to do. Yeah, you you had to push yourself. You had to push yourself. That's the whole part. I like I did I did a joint called Sitcom Dreams, right? Like a sitcom mm-hmm. dream, and I did it. And I, it's funny, I did that right before I stopped working with Scott. First one, and it was me rapping over, um, the Living Single theme song. And I did that, and I did, and I, and it was living the single and, and Martin theme song. So I did, I, I, I did Martin beat, yeah, yeah. And I and I, I just did it because I was like, because I was like, well, I was like, man, I don't know who else gonna get on it. So I said, fuck it, I'm gonna just turn it to a, to a song. And I did it, and I and I and then it was difficult, and that's how I know how difficult the NBA style shit had, had to have been because it's like you gotta fit these references in, you gotta fit references in, you gotta make everything coincide, and like. The, that's that's creativity though. That's what creativity is all about. If you're an artist with creativity and you you, you got the wherewithal and you got them smarts, it, that shit that shit hit. Cause when you did like NBA style, what was it? Someone who's real. It's, it's, it's other songs like like all them songs that you was doing at, at, at that time. To me, I was like, yo, like because you was finding. Cause I I know back then when we was doing like Genesis and Exodus. You ain't really do hooks like that. Like nah, you ain't really do hooks. I was like terrible that. with hooks, bro. Like I was just listening to y'all and try like study what y'all would do. Because hooks, I, I mean, <laughs> hooks are annoying, yo. I, I ain't gonna front. Hooks get annoying sometimes. Right now, to me, hooks are annoying because it takes up too much time when I'm in the booth and we paying like we paying about an hour. So I'm trying to hurry up <laughs> and like I would just do this hook real real quick and get and get through it. But like hooks. Hooks can be annoying sometimes because it's like you always like you can have a great a great beat and some great verses, and it's like then you gotta force yourself to find the hook to put the place in in the middle of it. But that's why I was like, for cool in the actual actual world, to me it was like you was doing your own hooks, and but you but you you weren't doing like like the like that formula bullshit that people do where they like my hook gotta sound like this or my hook gotta sound like that. Like you weren't even doubling your vocals for hooks. Which to me was to me that's that's something that I mean it's something that's been done before, but for an album to me I was like oh like that like that's different because everybody because with the hook and and this is this is a recording thing that most people don't know most people trip double to triple their their vocals like they'll triple their vocals because it, it makes the hook pop even more, but that's why to me I was like I was like I like when you did you know your joints you didn't you didn't like. To me, you ain't put too much, too much emphasis on on the hooks themselves. Cause cool, like I said, cool in the world, 
uh, and and say, I got the same thing for black for black blood cells. For me, I, I think black blood cells it, it's it's a much more mature album. It to me, it's a much more mature album, which is why I kind of prefer Cool to X Bro just a little bit more, is because I like it's not as mature. It's, it's a it's a more funny. It's a funnier album to me than blood uh, black blood cells because you got like, I was super high. Sliding like, them DMs is a fucking like I remember, Nick. I remember when you recorded sliding them DMs. Yeah, <laughs> I just remember we, we was we were we was in tears, yo. Like we was in tears while he was recording it because she was hilarious. But then it's like you got like uh, what was the other joint? The other joint you had? Uh, because you still you still had a joint with um, what's the joint you did? Four with, no niggas, my favorite one on there. Yeah, you got four one no niggas. Everybody having the booth. Yeah, we were just geeking. Like it was, you know, we were having fun. And then what else? Yo, you did another one. That's the song. It was uh, was it Body Bag? I think it's called Body Bag, right? Oh, yeah, the one yeah. had, like the, the cipher joint. Yeah, like Twist Speed was on there. And they said the time. They said the time Speed was actually coming to the studio. This is actually yeah. time Speed was actually coming to the <laughs> studio. We stopped like shortly after that. And then we did what was the uh, what I do was it this is what we do. And I think. I, I want to say Apollo was in the back with some singing and stuff in the back, like just just little shit. Like we were just doing whatever, yo. And, uh, and the thing and was, like, we wouldn't kind of preview it beforehand. Like I would nah. be kind of doing it in silence. We would all do it in silence, but as soon as we get to the booth, it'd be some random shit. <laughs> and that's why that's why it was funny to me, yo. That's why it was funny when when you. That's why I say I always look at that that period of time. So special because that's when we was in Luke, and that's when he had he had the booth because you know with when we was at Scott's, it wasn't really a booth, it wasn't really a booth at the, then. It was just like the mic was right here, edited, like Black Blood Cells, the way I wanted it to be edited. Like it was yeah. a couple lines that I listen to now. I be telling people, like, yeah, the lines really wasn't edited the way I wanted it to be. Like don't hold that against me because I redid it, but it somehow didn't make the final cut. <laughs> so. I had to tell people yeah. that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I, like I said, I like I, I, that's kind of what I was uh, kind of alluding to earlier. Like, I, I, I wish we could have probably done some of those albums. And, and I'm not just speaking for Black Bless, I was just like some of my own shit. Well, you know, some of the shit that, you know, me and Apollo did. Like, I, I, all the stuff that we were doing at that time uh, with Scott, like, I wish we could have did it in a better, like, in a better setting. Cause I, I feel like. Did y'all do Hallelujah there? Or was that at Luke's? That was at Luke's. Oh, that's crazy. Right, that, was, that was a fucking that hit. Was a, that was a, <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. You know how I know that was at Luke's? Because it was the, uh, I feel like, I feel, you, I feel like, did you meet Steve, the producer? Yeah. That dude? Yeah, yeah, the producer. Yeah, like, I, I, we, he was making these beats. And I remember he made that beat. And I just remember Apollo sitting there. And I remember Apollo was like, like, yo, this guy that got the choir vibe to it. And then I was, and then I just remember, like I was just nodding my head, and I was like, "When we walk in, I was just saying hallelujah, praise Jesus." And we started going back and forth, and I was like, "Yo, that's I was like that's fire, that's fire, that's funny." And I ain't really think nothing of it. And I remember we we made it, and I think I want to say you was there. This was probably, if I if I remember correctly, it was you, Easy, Diddy, and. Diddy's sister? I, I think. think. Maybe. I think, yeah, I think so. Because I, I, know, I know it was one, one day we was all together there because the Diddy era was very short-lived. 
It's <laughs> very, very short. It's very short. There's a there's a whole story about about that that most people do not know, and I, I don't really talk about it. But there was there was a very strange strange situation. But she, I I, I just remember she was around when we made that. I remember that. I remember she was around that day we made it, and I could. And I don't. I don't remember exactly what she said. That's. The, I just remember her sister was there that day, and I remember me, you, and Easy and Apollo was talking about basketball because Kobe was still playing at the time. I remember this. Kobe was still playing. This is how long ago this was. Kobe was still playing, and 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 Apollo is a huge Bron fan. Everybody know I'm. I'm not the biggest Bron fan myself. So I think we was going back and forth about Kobe. Hey, or something like that, because it's a video on my IG from years ago. That's how I remember it. It's a video from years ago on my IG when we sit in the studio, and I think that was the night we made uh, made Hallelujah. But I think also that was the same night. And I, I got and I keep my email saved from when we had Luke stuff from like four or five years ago. So mm-hmm. I'll I'll go and I'll still see like Hallelujah. It was um it was it was one of your songs from Axel World in there too. I want to say it was um was it the Lord help me. Was it Lord oh, help uh, me? Yeah, I, th- I think it was Lord. I think it was Lord, either Lord help me a value. I think that I think it's one of those songs that was in that email, that same email. Or I need you. Yeah, I need you. Uh, value, value or Lord help me. was over there too. I say four no niggas in value. Blazing amazement. That's probably it. Blaze, yeah, Blazing amazement. I mean, like I said, for me, cool and actually, that's a classic. I feel like this is a classic, yo. Like from top to bottom, it's a classic. I feel like Black Blood says, like, I remember the first time I heard uh, I'm out here and holla at me. I, I, I was like, I, at my first time, I was like, oh, X is on his shit. Like, he's elevating, he's elevating himself as an artist. Because you, like, I'm like, I'm out here was, it, it felt like, a, to me, it felt like a, that's an actual hit. That's an actual hit. Like, everybody who heard it, that's an actual hit. Like, that's how I felt when I first heard it. And I was like, yo, like, Black Blood Cells to 100% to be, if it was done, I think, in a better space. Because, I mean, let's be real, yo. Like, at that time, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was rough. It was rough at that time. Because it was like every time we went to the booth together, we still had to worry about nonsense. Like, 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 we would be chill around each other. But it's like, it, it was always something. It was, it was always something. It was Gotta tough. Get that was... money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I see that dude everywhere, yo. He still, he still be around. <laughs> that dude still be around, yo. I, that dude is always around. That's why it's funny. That's funny as hell to me. Because I see that dude all the time. I see, I was I was somewhere. Well, I, was, I was downtown. I was at Fells Point. And I was with, uh, with my homegirl. We were walking down Fells Point. I've seen that dude, and I, I said it out loud. I don't. But he was on the other side, like he's like he's like cl- close to the other side of the street. I was like, gotta get that money, and I said it out loud, and I just started crying, laughing. And the dude, <laughs> like he looked at me like, what? Like I don't, I don't think he, I don't think he were. And that night, yo, that's right. You was you was there that day, right? Y'all was all there that night, right? Oh, when oh, the, uh, uh, yeah, when he was about to get. Set up with the goons, yeah, uh. yeah, yeah, because yeah, he, he had he had a uh, young ma looking broad walking through there like she was tough and she was talking shit and I was uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable. I was very uncomfortable. I, I didn't trust that. All them other dudes came through. 
I I was very uncomfortable. I, I remember we talked about that. I think me, you, and Easy was all outside smoking. And I, yeah. I feel like we all went outside because I was like, I ain't feeling this. And then that one dude, that was like one of the last times he went over there, I think. And a dude came outside and was talking with us. It just it just it just wasn't a good vibe, yo. Like I think Scott we was trying to kind of prevented a potential armed robbery. Yeah. Home invasion. Like we kind of prevented that. I just put it like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We cause cause I know I saw the energy when dude remember dude came out. The dude came out, his energy was like he was trying to be on some on some funky shit. And I was like, I'm like, I'm like, are we gonna match his energy the same way? <laughs> like, right. like, you with that? We, we with that too. Like, like, like we definitely up, with that. Thing. And then, and then when they saw it, wasn't it wasn't that type of thing? Because I, I, like, to me, I got the impression it's like, okay, Scott probably come off a little, uh, a little timid to them, to them. That's how I see it. But I'm like, nah, nah, he ain't by himself. And I just like, cause like that's why I was like, yo, I'm done. That's when I knew at that moment, yeah. I ain't going front. I walked out. I was like, I'm done. I was like, I'm done. I was like, I can't. Cause I felt like, for one, like y'all still, y'all still with me. Like y'all coming through the studio through me. So if anything yeah. happens to y'all, that's on me. If anything happens, that's on me. Cause I knew, but I should have known better than to bring y'all there. Cause I, cause I can't trust this idiot who's opening up, like, open up his studio to all these random motherfuckers. Like, who are these people anyway? First of all, they can't. They didn't. They did any of them niggas rap? Why we one of them. It was just one cool nigga out of like fifteen that was there. And then like, you had titties that smell like fish fillet. Yo, them girl. That was not good. Oh, yo. Oh, I got. Oh, I got PTSD off that. Ooh, I had. <laughs> I blocked it out. Hey, yo, I, blo- I had blocked that out. Yo, that was terrible. Yo, them brothers. Them brothers stank, boy. Ooh, them brothers stank. That was bad. <laughs> That was bad. <laughs> That's great seafood session, biddies, man. Like shit was whole bad, bro. bro. What, was, what was the one? Your little chocolate thing. She had the sweatpants on, but she had like some spots on the sweatpants. Look like, look like, <laughs> she like did, I, I was like, yo, that shit nasty, yo. That shit was nasty. That was so nasty, yo. And, come and on that, house, like for other niggas like that, like. And I, and I remember we. <laughs> I think we all had a powwow outside. We went outside and was like, yo, anybody want to smash any of these, bro? <laughs> I was like, no. I, I was like, I can't do it. And I think me and Easy really went back and forth. Yo, I was like, I don't know, y'all. I was like, I mean, I might do that one right there, but the smell is killing. It's killing me. I was like, nah, I can't do it. And when we decided we wasn't doing it, I, 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 think I was in the funny. drought, and I didn't even want to do it, man. I think I was big to my LA traffic at the time. I was just like, yeah, you you one hundred percent. You I I remember you was talking about. You was like, yeah, it's been a little drought for me, Playboy, but I don't know about this one. <laughs> like, that's why it's funny. It's not worth the <laughs> STD, bro. It was like, not worth it. Like there was no. I don't think there's no amount of weed niggas could have smoked. I, there's not amount enough drinks in the world that have made me do it because because from looks wise, they was they was terrible. But outside of looks, and you know what's funny? I'll tell you something real funny. One of them girls that actually was there that night, I ended up working with her a year later. Oh, Dead wow. I, I remember that. Because she said, she was like, she asked me, she was like, you used to hang out with somebody that had a studio, right? And I was like, uh, 
where at? She was like, out there in Parkville. I was like, yeah, yeah, I did. It's like, it was in his like house or something. I was like, yeah. She was like, yeah, I've been there once or twice. I feel like I've seen you before. And I was like, I don't remember you like that. And then as she told me, she was like, yeah, I came through to my homeboys. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> stay home. Like, oh, shit, that motherfucker stay. And I was like, oh, okay. And you know what I didn't realize at the time? That's crazy. All them people that was in there, they was all Crips. Did not know it. It was all Crips. That girl and them crew, they all Crips. So it was one hunt and the, 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 the young inmate looking bro, all Crips. I didn't realize that at the time. I should have paid attention to the tattoos and stuff that some of them had. But that girl who I ended up working with, she's a Crip. They all Crips. And Scott being so dumb to let just random people he don't know like that into his house, is that like 15 Crips in his house? Now, like I said, easy, easy might have been like, easy might have been okay with that uh, that scenario. I I was not okay with that scenario uh, in theory, and I just wasn't comfortable with it anyway. But that shows you what type of lack of judgment this guy had that you can't let because they they popular they were from Poplar Grove. Those are Poplar Grove, and if anybody from Baltimore understands Poplar Grove, <laughs> um, that's not a place that's not a place you want to hang around people. <laughs> You don't you don't want to hang around people from Poplar Grove, yeah. That's just that's just a fact. I mean, I got I got family out there on the other side of Poplar Grove, but like that was a that could have been a horrible situation. So we we lucky, that ass. We super lucky, yeah. Like we actually super lucky that didn't turn into what it could have turned into. Cause you're talking fifteen dudes and like what was it? How many chicks was it? Like four or five? Like like four? It's about like yeah, about three four. Something like, something like that, yeah. That was a crazy night, but that was the night, yo. That was the night I was done. That's the night I knew I was done, yo. Like, dead ass, that's the night I knew I was done. It was, actually, no, it was one more night, but I can't speak on it. I can't speak on it on air. I like You don't even know about it, because it was like, it was it was the one time in 2018 I said, I'm going to try to record, and I got zero done. Uh, Apollo was there. Uh, Mike was there. Um, a couple other people showed up. It was that. That was the night I knew I was really done. I can't talk about it. I cannot talk about it on air. But I, I, I can tell you about yeah, it. Let me know off the record. Like it, it's crazy. It, it, it's 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 so crazy. It, it, it to me, it's so crazy that it's the reason why. Like I've seen Scott since and hung around him. Um, so is Apollo like once or twice, but it's not at all. Like that's not somebody. That, uh, it's just not. Yeah, we don't. No. Nah. That that was a bad night, and 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 just yeah, that was the end of that, and that was like February two thousand eighteen, I want to say February yeah February two thousand eighteen, and I ain't recorded till November two thousand eighteen, so that was like about nine months, and that really like I said even longer than that because I didn't record that day, like <laughs> I came there to record, did get that done, yeah, that was that was it. That's crazy because we was on some no limit type shit with the amount we was recording. So like I had seen it. I seen you come off the top of the head. Like for those like that haven't seen true record in person or on video, he really does come up with these verses and these hooks off the top. Like the shit's really freestyle. I done seen it numerous times. Like all my stuff. 
all my stuff on the uh, on the group shit was freestyle, and I don't know why that was the case, but it was like I don't know why it was the case because I think for me it was easier to kind of build off of which I was which I was doing, like see where everybody was going with it, like hook like hook wise when we did Exodus, um, I want to say, damn yo, like I did hooks on a couple of songs. Was it Green Light? Like yeah. green light, uh, yeah. I did the hook on that. Oh, I ain't had one hook. I I just was not a hook guy. Like, I said, yeah, no, I, no but I but I remember that's why it was important. I felt like it was important in general for you to get some of the hooks for Axel World and then beyond that, because I felt like I, I kind of felt like I was I was like all right, if I, if I can do these hooks, like to me it was more so just making you more confident in in doing hooks yourself. Kind of because you see, you would tell us like, oh, you want like, I ain't really, I ain't really with the hook, like you know, a big hook guy. And I'm yeah. thinking, I'm like, yo, like, but you got energy, you got the voice, you got the energy, you got the voice. That's all you need, really. That's all you need. You can make anything sound catchy or sound good. You got the energy and the right voice. Like, look at most of rap, like rap of the last what five, ten years. It's it's it, it don't even be like half the shit don't sound. It don't even really be good. But you got the right voice and the energy. Like it's a lot of songs. Like you like you be seeing it. Some of the songs that be did be popping right now. I'm like like when 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 Takashi Six Nine got popular. Oh man, that pissed me off. It really did. Like that whole um, got the sticky, got the iffy, got the blicky. I was thinking, yo, we we came up with some shit way better than that. Like way better than that during our during our run. Like way better. And so. And I not to compare because I don't want to compare because obviously we, what we what we do is way better than what he did, but it's still like like at that time I'm thinking energy wise, you got you had better energy and you sound better than him. I was like, oh, so I was like, oh, X, like that's why I could think like X could easily just take hooks and just go. The same way I would like I remember telling Speed because Speed used to do hooks on his own stuff, but I always felt Speed. Should have done a did an album in the studio with us. I've always said this, and you you remember back when we was when he used to come to the studio, like yo, you need to do an album with us, like meaning do your own solo album here with us, because I feel like that's what made us better too. Yeah, to kind of, we, like we get we, ideas we off each, each other. Yeah, like we pushing each other to get better. Like that's what, like I said, at the height of <clears throat> of every crew, whether it was like said, Cash Money, No Limit. Uh, Dipset, G Unit. Um, I can't, I can't think of like who else had a real big run crew wise. I'm sure even like Boozy and Webby and, and, and Webby and them niggas be in the studio just bouncing ideas. Like, um, like you gotta have that because it's because it's camaraderie as artists. Because for one, we're, we're 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 fans of each other as artists, but we also cool, we're also cool with each other too. So it's All like, right. I want to. Like I want to see you, I want to see you go kill that song. I want to see you, like like put out some like make some great records. So I want to see you do that. It's just like, like and we're honest with each other too. Like if there's certain songs that might not work for you on this one, okay, I don't want to get on this one. I I, I won't get on this one. You got yeah. I I told y'all that a couple of times. I was like, I don't yeah. really feel comfortable on this beat. I ain't sure. I don't think it's for me. Yeah, like I stayed off. Some of my regret I stayed off on. Some of them I wish I just did different, but you know. Yeah, I mean, but like, but that's that's to me that's 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 what being an artist is is trial and error, right? So certain yeah. songs you you might not have you know you might have wished you'd got on some songs you would have probably handled a little differently. Like that's 
that's the beauty of it, especially especially when I look at like in the Exodus era. To me, it was just like whatever sticks sticks. Like we, I don't think we went in and said these are the songs we're gonna do <laughs> for this album. We didn't <laughs> we do it like that. It was just, on that joint. <laughs> yeah, like first it was like okay, we got this, we got that one. Because I remember we made Genesis. Genesis was more fun. Like Genesis was more fun to me in terms of like we had to figure out like none of those songs were meant to be anything to me special because like speed did most of the beats did a lot of the beats for us um and then you know at the time like we were just to me it was just like us putting it together to be like okay we make the songs together now nah towards the end i'll say the first half was kind of like us feel each other out and though we had some fucking bangers towards the we end. Start, we start we start working we start working at the, at the, at the end and that's why sometimes i was like man i kind of wish we waited and 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 just did a whole like genesis without the like but i, I mean i guess it's good though because you can hear the feeling out process and then but the, it started to get seamless and i want to say it was right around apollo valley when apollo put out apollo valley and we did uh was it cold world i want to say there's a song he had on there called cold world yeah it's another song he had and, and and like that to me i was like ooh. and then that what was that syrup molly bottle pills was that the one and and uh pete what's the one it's a song we had Pussy, about the pussy pop. I can't remember. We had, we had so many goddamn songs. I can't remember. Yeah, it was one of them songs. Pills. That was funny. <laughs> that was a hilarious song. Like we was having fun with it, but then, like I said, that was fun to me. I was yeah, looking like, like uh, just, I was, was thinking like faces, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like we, like all we were saying out loud. Like we was, like to me, Gen- Genesis was was, <laughs> was was us. Because I remember that's when Speed. We went, when when Speed was talking about putting some D in her A, like that was hilarious to me because this, the 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 sick the sick crazy shit that we like the sick the crazy shit that we might have said in, in the studio just like joking around each other we put that in the music like it was it was just like it was funny and shit like like if you were like yeah I'm, I'm coming to lick a bitch face and some do some like, do some shit like that you put it in the record you put that right. on the record <laughs> like that it's it's authentic and it's funny but then when we got to Exodus. That's when I knew I was like, we got something here because Exodus, it was some of that, but it wasn't, it wasn't overly, it was fun making it, but the record itself wasn't like overly playful. It was like, all right, this is an album we about to do. We about to seriously go in on this. And that's exactly what we did. Like, that's just a classic. It's a classic. Like to me, that was a classic because I like, Everybody did what they do best on the album. Like everybody did what they did best, and it was. I think it's the only. That's the only album with all of us in speed. I want to say, like Genesis. I mean Genesis, yeah, but that's like a, it was like a mixtape because because the way it came together. But Exodus, that's the only one. Like that's the only one I can think of because he wasn't really on all four of us. Yeah, that was it. Like that that was the time. And you know, uh I understand like right at it sucks too to me because that was right like right after that's when Speed's mom passed away. So right. um I feel like that was probably where like you know he like it had to never change. But I mean we talking about like the Madden curse and uh was it don't do it and uh high in the clouds and, uh, and high shit in the like that. everybody's favorite, everybody's like, like, that one. Well, I say if I take over the comedy, I, I'm bringing some of these shits back out. God damn it! Nine in the clouds. 
<laughs> Yo, that high, high and cloud, like, and then um, what was the one we we did on the way? Man is simple. Nah, man, man is simple was one of my favorites. Bro. I don't care. I don't care. Man is simple was my favorites because that, that that shit was hard. Like, but as I said, like these are these are though, the songs he was doing, man. Like these are it was versatile because uh, the Madden curse don't sound nothing like man is simple. Yeah, we had uh, it down like as much as possible. Man is simple. That's a feeding funny. Yeah, that's what I said. Like it, we we were still cooking, and, it, and then we had uh, high in the high in the cloud. Don't sound nothing like green light. Don't and do it. Don't sound nothing marinate. like marinate. which was which is marinate is is a is a fucking monster with them horns on the beat, and then just like we we we're we are rapping rapping on marinate, like we rapping rapping on. So it's like I, I don't think there's an album. Uh, a group album. It's not really group albums, especially in recent history, to me. And and I was saying this to Apollo. Like I put what we do, and I always have, not against other indie artists, but against every artist, like mainstream artists. Like if you will compare, I'm like you got to compare us to like the people that like we just don't have. We just don't have the the money behind it. But if we had the money behind it that these other people do, we would have fucking took off, man. Like I still feel that we. I might return back to the booth because I'm focused on the comedy, but I'm telling you, like, we we definitely had some fucking that's, fire, man. Yeah, and that's why right now I'm kind of doing what I'm doing because, uh, like, slowly but surely this for this year, I've, I've heard several people be like, yo, so true, you was, was like, you was the artist of the year in 2000. I had, like, a lot of people hit me up to say that, like, you dropped how many records and 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 that's why, like, for 2019, I was like, listen, like, I'm I'm there's an end there's an end for me as an artist, and I've said this too many times, like this retirement shit. Nobody believes I'm retired. Nobody ever believes that. <laughs> they shouldn't, but they should believe it. But like, there's an end for me. So I wanted to do like I did a I did a like I made an MTV unplugged type album. Like we sat in the studio and made like you know like an actual like I'm performing. Like uh, with with a live like a like with a like a sound like a live band where it sounds like a live like an audience listening to a jazz club or some shit and I'm performing like I did that I did the R and B shit I did like a trilogy I did another soul revival like uh, I did another villain album like I just wanted to do as much as possible because I was like at some point if I just keep slapping you in the face with consistency you'll have to notice. And that was my plan back when we was like doing Exodus and Leviticus and all that. That was my plan then. But I think it was just it was it's, it was hard. It was hard to do it there because, like I said, you you had your situation. Uh, I had my situations going on. Speed speed was you know back and forth. Uh, Apollo had some shit going on. So it was like too much was going on in our lives personally. All right, all right. Music music was still going great. It was like personally, but right now I'm out here now. I'm moving around. I'm I'm, I'm everywhere. So I feel like it, we're all on our own paths. But at the same time, like we still it's still family, still love. So it's like I, I want to see, like I want to see you be. I'm going. I'm going to see Martin uh, do stand up. His stand up tour coming, and I and I, I I said the speed. I was like I was like in a year or so. Axe gonna be on one of these tours. Like, it ain't gonna be no earthquake and no little Duval. <laughs> they gonna put Jeff Axe on that motherfucking man on that mantle, or or you gonna be right there next to their name. Like I like I want to see that. 
Like, I want to see that. Like, I got to try like, putting this work, man. Like, <clears throat> I'm going to open mic, still trying to make adjustments. Like, I'm chill. Yeah. Like, what I need to work on, and it's been a struggle for me, is uh sketches. Because that's really yeah. what kind of breaks you through. Like, I got some ideas, but I need to like put it in fruition for real. So yeah, no, that's that's all it is though. Is is taking your ideas and and you know pushing them to the to the max and pushing pushing them to reality. Sketches are tough though, yo. Sketches are tough. Same thing with script writing. Uh, that's why it's easier than the sketches, dude. That's the fucked up part. You know what's crazy? <laughs> it is. I've been working on a script for two years, probably longer than that now. And you know who was actually helping me with the script at one point was Peagle. Peagle was helping me with the script. No and, and we were talking, and we were talking about it. And I mean, we still, still, I still, we're still throwing ideas around. For a, first, it was gonna be a sitcom. Then I start writing a movie. Then I, then I was kind of, you know, how like Netflix and and Hulu and all of them, they they had these little small. Shows that they'll do like a ten episode run of, and if yeah. people like it, they'll bring it back. So that's kind of where I was. But then I like I realized like writing a book, like I just I'm almost done my book finally, and I got my distribution and stuff almost set up. But it's like hey, writing a book comes easy if you're telling your life, right? Like if you're telling your life, like part of what I'm doing, it's easy. With a script, I have this. I had the hardest time with with making sure the dialogue isn't over the top or it's also not like phony, right? Because you ever you ever watch a movie and you can you like like that like that like that one scene they keep showing of the two white people, uh Scarlett Johansson and, and, and the dude where they arguing and shit and they keep I keep seeing it on Twitter and I'm like, yo, don't nobody argue like this in real life, yo. Like don't nobody <laughs> argue like if you if you mad with your girl, you're not gonna be like every day I wake up, and I wish that you weren't here. Like that's not a real realistic argument because right. it, it's too it's too articulate, it's too subdued. Like if you mad at your girl, like man, I, I don't want to hear that shit. Fuck, I don't want to hear that shit. And then she gonna be no motherfucker. Not, not. Like that's it's it's not. You got to make it realistic. So like that's the challenge for me as a scriptwriter and with sketches. I feel like see, I got the opposite feel. I feel like sketches is a little easier for me because I have sketches that I've actually wrote. I just have not filmed them or performed them or anything like that. Like I, I have sketches that I wrote. I just don't know how if I if I want to actually. For yeah. me, it's tough, yo. I'm too long winded for the sketches. Like I be writing like multiple sentences, and with characters, you got to have short dialogue so the actors can remember the lines better. Yeah, and I guess they can do improv off of that short dialogue rather than like having three or four sentences. And that's my issue that I got to work on when it comes to this uh, writing aspect. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I say for you, uh, it's just all about just just kind of just finding finding your your perfect middle ground because I think. Like with stand-up comedy, like I said, you're coming into your own as a as a comedian. Uh, but like you always been a comedian in your own way before this, right? So I think that's what yeah, I would crack jokes for gonna... the songs and shit, like on the <laughs> cipher joint, black blood seals. I was talking about getting a uh, Steve Harvey mustache. No, 
Well, I say put miracle grow my mustache. Mm-hmm. You know, oversized suit jacket. I feel like a young Steve Harvey in the game. Steve Harvey in the game, yeah. Swing it <laughs> yeah. Let it break me off a piece of that funk. <laughs> so but, like, but, to... but you remember we'd be in the studio, yo, and it'd be like dumb shit like whoa, 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 whoa. We would do shit like that in the studio <laughs> and and shit like that. Like we we like changes. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like that's the that's the thing about about that is like like uh, in some ways we're all we all were comedians in our own way. Right. And it's just it's just that it's like it's just like have like like the dudes like dudes that you grow with sometimes like or somebody you work with right and the nigga's funny as hell he's funny as hell but he he just he just don't know how to hone the craft to turn it into business because that's what it becomes because if you just a fun, if you just Jeff Axel you just a funny nigga that like a hilarious nigga that everybody know we just we, that we cool with that's like that's our boy that's one thing but to turn it into Jeff Axel the actual stand-up comedian that will eventually get paid, get paid big money, uh, you know what I'm saying, to go on stage and tell jokes in front of five, like 500 people, 5,000 people, whatever, like, that's the challenge. Because everybody's funny in their own way, but it's like, yeah. how funny are you? Like, how funny are you? And that was why I said, like, when I went on stage and did my stand-up, my stand-up, like, my one stand-up bit, I made a room for, like, 30, 40, maybe, like, 40 majority white people laugh and my first thought process was i was like i could probably do this again but i don't <laughs> i'm like i don't i don't have the patience for it for one you gotta come up with material you gotta remember it i did all that shit just off the top of my head like the same way i would think you talking about doing rhymes like freestyle i just mm-hmm. did comedy i just did comedy like that and then i realized it's a lot more freer for me that way but i know for some like for, for, for some people it's better if you write it and you can hone it better. Cause that's the one thing sometimes that bothers me when I, we do verses, like we used to do verses, do songs. I'm like, man, I kind of wish I sat down and wrote with this as opposed to just freestyle. Cause it's just all off the top and I don't have time to like hone it and, and perfect it. But that's right. part of the reason why I think I work as fast as I do in terms of making music is because I could just come off the top with it. All right, I'm done. That's done. Okay. Move. I'm done. Okay. I'm done with that. Move to the next one. Move to the next one. But with comedy, I know that's a challenge and I know, if you if, if 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 you're the type of comedian I think you are, you probably you probably spend hours just going over your material and realizing that you want to change this or this ain't good enough or nah I can make this better I can make that better because I remember when you like I said when you sent us the the recordings that you did them for them like them first few before you actually went out there yeah. I could tell I was like I was like yo Axe is working his ass off on this you know what I'm saying I, like outside of all of us like damn Axe yo. Like, 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 yo, this shit's funny. I'm enjoying this. It was more so like, damn, you're like, you put time and effort into this to to perfect it, and it's it's it, and the, the beauty of that routine is it's all yours. Like, it's all yours. Like, nobody can say Jeff Axel stealing jokes, or right. or so that's a, that's the thing in comedy now. That's a, that's a, it's been a thing, but it's a real big thing now. And it's like nobody can say Jeff Axel stole jokes. You stole personality. Like all that shit is yours, so that's why that's the one thing for me. Uh, like when I'm I watch videos, like I ain't mean to cut you off, but like speaking that. of stealing jokes, like it was a couple motherfuckers that wrote down some of the lingo, bro. Oh, like, yeah, they was like Chica leaks, uh, struggle testing. They was asking like the explanation of it. I was just saying in the first get my uh lingo out there. 
But I ain't think that 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 person could probably try to say it, but they can say it, but they ain't had the old base season to pull it off. Yeah, have a certain type of swagger, and they ain't had it. They swaggerless. So, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Nah. <laughs> like you can't duplicate. First of all, see, that's the thing that that would annoy me. See, that's why I say it's a good thing I stand in community because I'd have been whooping all them niggas asses. If I found you trying to steal my lingo, I whoop your ass because it's like you can't. First of all, you can't duplicate originality anyway. It's impossible right. to duplicate it. Like that's the, that's the problem. Like especially as a comedian, like. If, if you, because here's the thing if you go in there and say, you know what I'm saying, I like, you know, sure they gave me the cheek leaks and the, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and you know, say, oh, them niggas struggle tastic. If you say it, it's going like, I never heard no nigga talk like this before. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, that's, that's Jeff. Okay, that's Jeff. Okay, that's, that's Axel. Okay, cool. But if you come out on the stage and like, man, last night I was with this girl, she told her to give me the cheek of leaks, it don't hit the same because it's going right. to come off corny. It's like it's like when Jamie Foxx did was on stage. Oh no, yeah, he wasn't on stage. Was that what's the one dude? Doug Williams was it Doug Williams okay. who was, who was trying to and Jamie Foxx just roasting him while he was doing it. Like you sound like the dude, the Doug dude, because you're trying to copy off of somebody else. Like you, you can't, you can't steal the lingo. You can't steal the lingo. You can't steal personality. You can't steal the character. You can't steal the lingo. That's that's to me that's impossible to do. Personally, it's impossible to do. Like. Nobody, nobody can steal what I do. Nobody Man. can steal what what Apollo does. Nobody can steal what, what what you do. Nobody like you can't steal original. These are these are this originality that you 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 can't walk in the footsteps. And it's funny when you see people do it because I still see people as a as an indie artist myself. I see people doing doing what I do. It was it was it was indie artists that was telling niggas two years ago, three years ago. Y'all put out way too much music. Y'all put out way too much stuff. Like, man, now I see the niggas that got the, they on their fourth, fifth album this year. Mm. And they was releasing projects once every once every year or two. But I see them. They they still cool. They're still cool with me. They still follow me. And and they don't retweet and share my stuff, but they definitely trying to copy the copy the style. Like, I know for a fact you put me in a room with these artists, I'm gonna outwork you. You can't outwork me. It's people, it's people who I saw like little niggas were saying like, yeah, I'm the best. They ain't saying it no more. It's not <laughs> like you're not. But I, but you realize when you when you when you won your fifth or sixth project in 2019, you and 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 the last three years before that you had one and you were like, I don't want to put too much music out. And now all of a sudden you want to do it. You can't say it was. You can't say it's future that inspired you to do it. Cause Future stopped doing it two years ago. <laughs> like you can't say it was him who did it. Like as an indie artist, you don't want to put too much out. I don't care as an indie artist. I invest. I invest my money into studio time now, so I need them returns. <laughs> I need. I need the returns. I need. I need some streams. It might not be a whole bunch of streams. It might only be like you want to get seventy-five to hundred sales off of it. You know, in the first week or two weeks. But that's that's making my investment back. You know what I mean? Like. So, I like I tell I try and tell independent artists all the time like if you got our music put it out. So what if you oversaturated? Everything's oversaturated now. Right. Everything's oversaturated. in back for? <laughs> yeah, like does everything's oversaturated now? So if 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 that's the way in the game, flood flood the market, flood the market because every because for some I, I feel like people not as broke as, as as they used to be. I'm gonna be real. I don't think people as broke as they used to be because. 
it, it's, it's so many stuff that's getting flooded. The market's so flooded with stuff. Like when a Popeye's chicken sandwich, and I and, and it's funny when I did stand up, I did a bit on the Popeye's chicken sandwich, right? And the Popeye's chicken sandwich. This is like two months, three months ago when it first was popping. When it first came out, it was so popping. Like I was thinking, like, yo, a four dollar sandwich, right? When we was broke, we, we broke. You coming up? We weren't buying four dollar sandwiches. That's true. We stopping at we stopping at McDonald's back when they had a, actually had a dollar menu. And I mean, we go to the studio sometimes. Yeah, I'm gonna swing. I'm gonna swing to McDonald's, yo. Give me, give me some, give me some McChickens or something. And you spend two dollars. You got two sandwiches, and you was good off of that. But the chicken people was getting, people was getting going to Popeyes and buying multiple chicken sandwiches. I never seen no shit like that. Multiple That's chicken true, sandwiches. <laughs> like it's true. When I broke like that. And the, cra- and the crazy part is on top of that. Remember, I, it was niggas who was posting Chick Fil A sandwiches and Popeyes. They said which one is better. So they both four dollars movie. Yeah, I said they movie prices over there. Like they, they both four or five dollars for a sandwich. And if you get a meal, and that's people who had meals, so people were spending fifteen, sixteen dollars just to go to Popeyes and Chick Fil A. I ain't gonna front. I was one of them niggas. <laughs> I, was one of them. I, I like chicken, nigga. Shit, I ain't gonna be like, bullshit. But like. I was thinking like, damn, yo, like people, like we must not, it must not be as bad as out here as, as it was because like, I, like people, people don't seem like they're struggling. Like people always going out to eat. People always doing this. People always doing, I'm like, yo, and that's the case. It is ain't cooking still, like they used to too. That's another ass. Yeah, it's definitely not cooking. So you're not buying groceries, but it's like, okay, so people got, I know people who got Tidal Music, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play and it pays for all of them. And my first thought was, if you got all of these services where you can stream music at or or purchase music at, then you can listen. And you listen to and people listen to music all day long. You can go and listen to our shit. You can go and listen to what I put out. Like, like right now, I'm, I'm on this crazy run of putting out something every two weeks. Like that's that's what I'm on. And I started. And and the funny story about that is that started because I was dating a girl for two weeks. And then we broke up. And then, and then she was like, you must be the two-week assassin because, like, you dated me for two weeks. You just you just did me like that. And I was like, I ain't do it on purpose. <laughs> like, I, didn't, I didn't do it on purpose. I said, two-week assassin. I was like, okay, I'm going to run with that. I'm going to use that for something. And I was like, fuck it. Every two weeks, I'm dropping something. And I have consistently dropped something every two weeks. And that was three months ago when I was dating her. And it was a little longer than two weeks, but that's what she, she called it two weeks. So I was like, fuck it. And, and Ever since then, but I'm like, if people people listening to something like you know, back when we first were starting, it was harder to get people, to, you know, to get. It was way harder to say, yo, we we got we got something out right now. Can you listen to this link? People be like, who are y'all? Who are y'all? Now, like, fuck out of here. It's like, like you don't want to yeah, listen, like y'all. Know I want to say <laughs> back then, remember niggas used to try to clown people if you had if you had a link in your bio. Or a link in, in on your pin tweet was was your music. They try to clown you for it. Now yeah. it's like, what? You on Apple Music? You on Spotify? Bet I'm gonna check your shit out. It's that easy now. But the problem is, is 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 and and this is just my opinion. I said everything's disposable because if I could I could put out a new album right now and I put nothing out for six seven months, people are not gonna care about it that much a month or two from now. If you wait eight months, nine months, ten months, they're not gonna care about it. They're gonna listen to it once, and they're gonna go back and listen to something else because there's so many artists, there's so much oversaturation of music that if was it Nas put out a lost tapes 
I listened to that shit. I ain't listened to it since. Big Crit put out an album the week after that. And I'm a Big Crit fan. I listened to that once and I ain't go back to it. Whole bunch of other artists put out a bunch of albums. I would go back and listen to it once or twice. Yo, that shit was kind of dope. Oh, this was kind of fire too. I don't go back and listen to it that much. So I was like, okay, even if good music is getting treated that way, I'm no different. I could be a great artist. <laughs> like me and Apollo talk, I was like, we could be great artists all we want. But we, we're in a fast food culture. Everything yeah. moves fast. So I, I was like, might as well just keep hitting them with it. Because what happens is the more you see me, like, damn, you got something else out? Yo, you cooking. Then you you been cooking and shit. Let me go back and listen. Let me go back and listen. And uh Brandon that that you're doing the um the basketball shit with, the podcast mm-hmm. with, he reviews on my album. I didn't know he was gonna do that. <laughs> I didn't know he was gonna do that. Yeah, he and, was a fan. Like he had told me even before. He did that. He because he was like, "Hold on, you on here? You used to rap." I'm like, "Yeah, me a true rap back in the day." So like, yeah. he just started digging in the crates because like me and him, we yeah. started following each other off the Celtics shit. So yeah, I saw y'all both Celtics fan. <laughs> I see that. I see that. I, I have conversations with him. I mean, we did a we did a podcast like that a, a couple weeks ago. We talk about we were talking about doing another. One. I'll, I'll probably end up on on the podcast with you. Yeah, yeah, for one sure. Day yeah, yeah, with y'all. But y'all, but yeah, like I was talking to him, but it was funny because, like for me, I was like, man, what this? I, I go front. I was like, man, what this white dude know about hip hop? That was our first time because I didn't know. And I was like, what this white dude know? Like, cause you, cause you know how you, you know how you, how we feel about seeing like them random white dudes that's like reviewing albums and talking hip hop. <laughs> and it's like, what they know about it? And I started listen, like listening to my parents to his opinions, and I'm like, I just do know what he's talking about. And then I started seeing them like doing the reviews of the albums. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, I didn't agree with every review, of course. Like, some of them albums, I was like, Doja Cat? Like, really? And if he, he probably listened to Doja Cat. Really, Brandon? Really? You're giving that, you was giving that, uh, I was even Doja Cat or. Hey, he be listening to everybody. Like, he got it. listen to everybody. Don't wrong. Like, <laughs> Doja, Cat, Doja Cat got cheeks. She got cheeks and all that. Even though me and the like, like Brown and some shit, though, bro. Like huh? she don't wash her feet or some shit. Like she don't wipe her yeah. ass. It was some weird shit like that. Red, she a red bone, yo. Red bone. A red bone woman always got like something wrong with they either their feet or their butt cheeks. It's true. Every red bone girl I ever met, I was like, except for like one or two, I was like, even their butt cheeks got like some weird like shade of them when they like bent over. So it's, it's a whole thing. It's actually a thing. I don't know if it's genetics or if it's just a skin color or what. I don't know, but it, it, in my experience, but I just know Doja Cat. Like from from a, from a look standpoint, if I see her from afar, I'm like, oh, she bad. From afar, if I'm like, is she bad? If I see her in her videos, I'm like, she bad. When I seen that picture with her feet looking messed up, I was like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see no more of them pictures. But I do know Brandon. I don't know if it was him or somebody he affiliated with. Said something about Doja Cat makes great music, and I was like, "That shit is not great." I mean, it's not horrible. I don't think horrible, but it's not great. But I will say, Brandon did give Soul Revival four. He gave he gave it like a nine point six out of ten, and and that puts it at like one of the top two albums of the year on his list. So yeah, just off that alone, Brandon is good with me. Yeah, Doja Cat, Brandon, man. Yeah, that's that's that, that's my dude, and and we and me, him, and Pigo did a podcast like three weeks ago. Uh, where we was just shitting on a whole bunch of random shit, talking NBA and like NFL, but that's that's my dude. And but to me, 
that's dope to me that we got a we we like he's a link to everybody. Like he's a he's a link to everybody, right? Like he he's a Celtics fan. So that's how you got cool. Now y'all doing a podcast together. He's a huge fan of the music I the music I do, and he knows now that you got you got classics in the vault too. Like, like you know what I mean? Like I don't he, know if he's he heard like my projects. Yeah, I ain't really. I don't know. I don't put out my music like that. Like people be coming he did, up. Well, he did. Like, he did. Uh, he did mention. He did mention like yo. Uh, you know, I didn't realize I used to rap with Axel and stuff like that. And uh, I want to say I sent him your shit. Cause I was like, I was like, I was like, X, X got projects. We got many projects together, and I think I, I think I sent him links. I don't know, I don't know how like how much of it he listened to, but I know I sent him links to your shit, uh, before. I know I had sent him that before, so I'm sure he's heard. He had to have heard something. So uh, something I made jokes had. about my music now, man. Like I don't know, like my joke pretty much go like I had about eight albums in about eight years, and I ain't make over a thousand dollars. As I knew, I had to get up out the game and shit. Oh no, that's that 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 that's a real statement. I didn't I didn't clear. I don't think I cleared a thousand until 2018. <laughs> 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 like I didn't I didn't clear a thousand. Like now, like now it's a little different. But that's just because of the fact I I'm I put out so much in in I th- I, I kind of like I said I kind of I kind of wish we would have had that run that like Exodus Cool in the Actual World the Upper Echelon run. At like right now, because we we would have actually we would have actually been in the re- not maybe not huge like we're not gonna be seeing like a hundred thousand dollar check. We'd have been better <laughs> off, but damn sure we probably would have been torn. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I, I, for I, sure. I yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, because we wouldn't have, because we wouldn't have we wouldn't have had to worry about like I said there was legal issues that was kind of following. Uh, truthfully, all of us uh, at the time, all of us around mine just a little different. I could I couldn't really tour back then. If I really wanted to, now I got a little more. Like life is a little, little easier, a uh, little more freedom, and I'm, I'm traveling anyway, uh, a good amount now. So it's like it, it would, it would have worked out. We went to uh, festivals and shit. Like we killed that. Absolutely, because, because me and me and Apollo had talked about talked about that actually for the last year. Or so, like, do we want to go back out and perform? And I'm not gonna lie, like I don't, I don't have a desire to go perform like that. So, and I think it's I think it's because of the fact it's just been me and the kind of Apollo just kind of doing the music, and so like we did we did like we did like a we did a video I did a video, um, sometime this year early this year, uh, out in oh it was, it was here actually we were gonna do one in D.C. but like we did one out here and it was like I just didn't care like I think that's the thing that's also nothing like I'm at a point now where I'm like nah, I don't really care. Like, because I, I, I feel like it, all it takes is is the right that right one song that one song. Like I just I just think all we need is the old be surface. You it's gonna be so like back then old town road type shit. We need an old town road type shit where it, it hits it hits big and we get all this money off of that one song and it's like all right I'm good like like I'm good like like we we get like ten grand a piece to go tour. I do that. Five grand a piece to go to. So if I offer five grand and do like twenty shows, I'm in that motherfucker. I'll do it. <laughs> like, like, like I'll do it. But I just know the the open mic scene is is like everything's oversaturated now. So I I went to a, um to an open mic uh like three months ago. This is when I was with uh dating that girl that called me a two week assassin. Like we went to an open mic together because she was in like art artsy farcy shit. Mm-hmm. And so we went. 
went to open mic, and it was probably about 50 niggas there to rap. And it was only time for like maybe 15 to 20. Damn. And I was like, and I was like, and I remember she was like, she said, you don't want to go up there and rap? I was like, nah, I'm cool. She's like, why not? She's like, you're definitely better than all these other guys. I'm like, but I don't want to. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think, I think, I think back then when we were, we were in the midst of it, I wanted us to be like, yo, we better than everybody. We, shit, we, they can't fuck with us. Oh, yeah. And then I'm I realized. The see, man. Like, every time then, like now, <laughs> but now it's like, I know they can't fuck with us. I know they can't fuck with what I do. I don't care. <laughs> I think that's like, I think it's like, oh, I, I, I know I'm better. I don't care anymore. Like, and I, was, I said it to Apollo. I think I said it to Apollo in the studio. And our engineer, um, I think our engineer has some, has some guys downstairs and another in the other room working. And I was like, damn, man, them niggas suck. I was like, that's just trash. Jesus Christ, that's some straight up debris right there. <laughs> garbage. <laughs> and like. I said it, and I know they can hear because I can hear them talking. They can hear I'm like it's trash, and nobody said anything. Nobody's gonna come in there and say anything about it. But it's like I know you hear what we do. So it's like I know they hear what we do. Like we're better. We're like like we're great at what we do. And we and like to me, it's like the longer you stay stay with something, you get better. You get better at it. Like because when I came back after like not writing around for a whole year, like I took a whole year a whole a whole year off, and I did I did what. I told I told Pigo, I was like, I did the I I did what y'all niggas did. Y'all niggas is washed. All y'all niggas are washed. I got your girls. And like, yeah, so y'all, 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 y'all with your girls and stuff like that. I'm like, I did that. I had it, I had like uh, a quote unquote girlfriend for a year. I started doing traveling. I wasn't I, I stopped writing articles. Uh like because articles should stop like completely. Cause I was like, I'm tired. We did like four years straight of music. TheFinalResolution.com is underrated as fuck, by the way. Like, yeah. plug that. Like, that, we was really ahead of our time with shit. Plus, True was the first one to introduce me to podcasting as well. So, yeah, like. Yo, I said this, I, I said that in a, I, I said that shit in a, in a rhyme recently. I was like, I was I was doing that podcast and shit before it became a trend, because everybody got a podcast now. But when you, when, we, when you first met, this is like, what, seven, eight years ago when we first met? I say about like 2013 or so, yeah. Like going almost seven, almost seven years. Like at that time, I was already two, three years into the podcast game. But, but it wasn't, but it wasn't a trend back then. Remember, like you couldn't log on to Twitter and see somebody sharing a podcast. Yeah, through Blog like, Talk and, Radio. <laughs> yeah, like and, and in Blog, because Blog Talk Radio, I remember I would tell people, yeah, I've got we got someone on Blog Talk Radio. What the fuck is Blog Talk Radio? Like that's what it was back then. And I was like, I was like, damn. I was, I was, I said the problem. Like, I was like, I'm a veteran. <laughs> like, <laughs> goddamn, like, cause this is years ago. I was on podcasts and and I like I talk my way into the wrestling business. I, I say it all the time. I even talk about the wrestling business on Twitter sometimes about how fucked up and, and racist and shit that is. But I'm like, I talked my way into a business that I had no experience in outside of just being on the podcast. Like, to me, that right there to me showed that like you don't have to. You can do anything you want. You can put yourself like, like you can put yourself in any any predicament. Like when I'm staying in, in a mansion, a mini mansion, in a guest house, off of me just talking shit about Brock Lesnar and John Cena. <laughs> like when I'm getting a, when I'm getting paid, I'm getting cold hard cash, and to sit next to Matt Hardy in a in a Marriott hotel like a uh, bar, I'm just sitting there talking to Matt Hardy and motherfucking Hurricane and and, and 
Tommy Dreamer and niggas that I watch, and Kevin Nash over here and shit. And I'm, I'm and I'm hanging out with like some of these people that I watched growing up as a kid. And I'm smoking. I'm smoking, and and I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't speak too much on that because I will be nobody in trouble. Uh, I mean, it was years ago, so it don't matter. But I don't, I ain't gonna put nobody's names out. I'm talking about people that's in WWE right now. They were smoking big, big blunts, <laughs> big blunts. <laughs> smoking big blunts. It's like I talk my way into that. There's no way that, and I'm I'm having in, in the creative writing meetings, and I'm sitting there with the producers. I'm on television back then. I was on television. I was actually on television in North Carolina at the time. Like, there's no way that should have happened because no, everybody else there had spent years in the wrestling business. Everybody else there had been, you know, had TV history. I had none of that. That's why I was like, yo, anything that you want to do, you can do. You want to be the biggest stand-up comedian in the world or you want to be one of the biggest stand-up comedians in the world, you can do that. If you want to you know, run a podcast and share your story with the world and, and grow it to be bigger, you can do that. If you want to take a website that people, most people would view as a blog, but also get it to where you're doing just as many views as Black Sports Online and all that shit like that, you can do that. Just Heck. just do good content. And and to see that and, and like watch that, because I, I remember somebody had uh, messaged me like four years ago and was like, yo, y'all, y'all putting black sports online to shame. And I was like, anybody can do that because niggas suck. <laughs> like, their articles suck. That's just trash. There's this, this clickbait. I'm like, we actually got articles. Like, we actually write writing articles. Yeah. Like, we writing here. And to see, and then to see, uh, like, if you would have told me when the first, when we first started thefinalrevolution.com that that was going to be millions of views, I'd never believe it. Millions, like I like, I could have seen like okay, we hit like a hundred thousand a year in views, but millions, I never would have saw that coming. And to the point where like I, I, I did I did a, a journal on Questlove and he retweeted and shared it. I did one on Black Thought. I did some on Mystical. That I think I think we did hey, some on Mystical. I retweeted me one time. I remember, yeah, you did the yeah. Playfly shit. Uh, I think Mystical, Mystical retweeted me. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What he, 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 yeah, he retweeted you. Um. I want to say somebody, a couple other people, like a lot of the people that we were talking about, they retweet. And then when that's when I, I had my run with the porn shit, uh, the porn star stuff that I was doing. Like I had porn star legends uh, when, before Tiana Trump. Tiana Trump popular now, but when she was she was just starting out, she was she was she was in the she was in the DR shit. She was on. I got I got the podcast. The podcast is still up five years ago when I had the phone number. I had her, she was covered in the town, and me and Apollo was like, hey, we're going to smoke you up, whoop, whoop, whoop. Like, that's before she became who she is now. Like, Tiana Trump is, is supposed to be big. She big now, right? She five, six hundred thousand followers. She maybe had about 8,000 followers back when we first started. We, we first started, like, like, I was emailing her and working with her. Like, like, the mark that's been left in terms of what has been done like I, I, I feel like we we had a legendary run, and to me, it's not even over. It's just evolved. Yeah, just evolving. That's all, man. We all under thirty five, bro. It's just evolving. Yeah. It's ain't over. <laughs> it's not at all. Like, like you might like you you might not see Axel making up make make the number one song in the, in the world, 
but you might catch actual on on fucking stand up comedy tour putting the rest of these niggas to shame. Like you can't like that's one thing I heard some heard from somebody after I did my stand up set. They said if you go out there and you do a set that's just white hot, you can't follow it. Nobody can follow that. If you it's like somebody somebody was giving me uh giving me some game. He's like, man, you watch um the Kings of Comedy, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, imagine if Bernie Mac was first every night. How 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 disappointed would you be at the rest of the show? And I was like, damn, yo, that's crazy. You think about it. Right. It's like if you had Dio Hughley after that, Dio was dying. That shit ain't funny. Like he had a couple moments, but like it wasn't funny. And and you got to be Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey ain't as funny as Bernie was. You know what I mean? Like like so. Imagine if that's the case. So it's always like he's like, yo, if you go out there and you do something, kill it. Be better than everybody. Be as funny as as the greats, or try to be as funny as the greats. Because if if you if you're the first person on stage and can't nobody follow you, they're gonna remember you before more than they remember anybody else. Like you could, they, it, you could go to a comedy club. I don't know what the big comedy club's names are, but you can go to like the Improv in DC, and it could be like, yo, we got uh, Eddie Griffin gonna be here tonight, just doing a quick little set. Aries Spears is here tonight. We're gonna start you off, you know. And I'm just naming like, like, like I guess comedians that are well known, but might not, might not be like on that Kevin Hart, you know, what I mean, Chappelle level. But like, you know, you you can have, you know, these guys. You can have Tracy Morgan and all these guys. They're gonna be all here tonight. But like, you know what? We're gonna start tonight with Jeff Axel. If you go out there and give him 15, 20 minutes and and make him laugh until they cry. They're gonna be like, yeah, Eddie Griffin was cool, man. But you know what? Like, man, that man, that first dude acts, man, that man, that, that man was funny, man. Yo, I'm, I'm like, like, yo, if he he come out with something, I'm I'm gonna watch that shit, man. Netflix give him a special. That's how that's how all these comedians that aren't that funny get specials on Netflix. Cause think about think you gonna go on Netflix and look at the stand up comedy. Man, man, I'll be watching some of them. Cause I'm trying to see like who the comp is, you feel me? Like, trust me, I watch me, all I, of them. Watch specials, you feel me? But like, like just I feel I don't even want to. I'll, I'll say it. I feel like my debut that I put out on YouTube was better than some of the shit I seen on some of them specials. I just put it like that. That's a fact. That's not even like being cocky, <laughs> bro. But like, no, no, be be that, be that, <laughs> be cocky. You should because that shit is that shit is like I, I because because I'm trying to. Like um, uh, to me, when I did my stand-up shit, it was mostly just to kind of prepare myself to see what the audience would want to see and laugh at, so I you can gotta use it. Read the audience like motherfucker. Yeah, that's another thing. Because I want like, that's that's tough. That is tough. Because I was like, yo, I went in a, a room full of forty white people, well, thirty-five white people, and like two black people, and like three random Asian group Asians. I don't know where they came from. It was a random <laughs> group Asian, and like, and I was like, yo, I gotta make these motherfuckers laugh. And it's like, all right. I'm gonna I'm see where I can go with it. So it like, and that's that's the one thing. That's one thing I will say. I feel like I'm I'm a little bit blessed in the sense of like off the top shit to do that like freestyle shit because yeah, there's like like if I wrote it, that stand up shit like there's no way uh, I I would I'd be terrible if I had to write it it'd be, it'd be only because of the fact sometimes I don't know how to read the room. I just sometimes don't know how to read the room, and I'm and for me on that. It's tough, yo. It's tough because 
because you could look at people, right? Like, all right, so I'll be I would be be real with you real quick. So when I went and I did it, and I was with I was with the girl I was dating at the time, and she was a SJ, SJW. She was a social justice warrior. I didn't realize that at the time, right? So I didn't know that. So I'm reading her as I'm saying some of the things that come to mind, and I see her face, and so I was like. If I go into some like outlandish, you know, true shit, like I like I can really talk, she's not gonna find this funny. Some of these people here might, but I can't make her laugh. So that was my that was my focus. I said, I'm gonna read the room, but I'm gonna read her, the most sensitive person in this room that gets offended by everything. Cause that's who she was. Once again, I didn't know this when I first met her, but <laughs> as I started to know her and we started, you know, you start fucking her. And she started telling you, you know, you know, how, you know how it goes. Like women, you start messing with them and they start yeah. telling you more about themselves. And they start showing you more. And so when that happens, I'm like, I'm like, yo, she's the people we make fun of on Twitter. Like the <laughs> niggas we talk about, like she, she's exactly that. I was like, okay, cool. So I said, if I can make her laugh to me, I've done a decent job. And I saw when I went to the Popeye's, uh, Popeye's bit. And I was, like I said, I was, I was nervous because I was winging it. And I was like, I have no idea where I'm going next. I don't even care. I'm just going to say it. And I started getting laughs and I saw her like giggling. And, and then I, I started talking about sex. And that's one thing I, I, I will say. People love sex talk, but you it's a, it's a slippery slope now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Me too movement. Woo! Woo! I just don't want, <laughs> I just don't want <laughs> to be like one of them motherfuckers in the 1995 NBA draft shoot with the shoulder pads talking about Oh, I fuck your mama and then I fuck your sister and your cousin, your auntie too. Shit. Like, my dick's so big, you got away with a rate, rate the scale. Like, them type of niggas. Like, I don't want to be them oh, niggas. You, 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 you can't come out spitting dolomite bars. <laughs> you can't come out spitting dolomite bars on stage. And my thing is, when I, when I did my thing about sex, I talked about bad sex. And you know why I did that, yo? I talked about bad sex because self like being self-deprecating to me the audience of the audience it works. Now, it it. works because they're so sensitive that if you like make fun of yourself and make fun of like everybody else too it's like you you feel like you're a loser with the rest and i hate to say it like that but like that's how I, like the audience when i when i did i was like, Yo, man, I was like the only way like, you don't offend people bro like real so it kind of sucks though it sucks i mean it's a challenge because it requires you to really be creative to be funnier but it does suck because it's like, man, you know, some of the funniest shit we've ever heard is just people being like unapologetic and being just straightforward and like just saying crazy shit. It's like you, because it's still funny. Like the stuff that this may not be funny to the most sensitive person, you weren't gonna find that funny ten years ago anyway. You just was sensitive, but now is a market for you to be sensitive. So now it's I like, had, like we go ahead. I had a woman tell me when I got off stage that. When I said something about getting the head sucked off my crawfish, she found it offensive. I was like, really? I'm like, I was talking about you. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> that's why I kill. I'll tell you. That's why I know I could not do stand-up comedy for like a living. Yo. So, so I give you much respect because if a woman would have told me that, I'd like, so what did you suck my dick to? Like, that's, 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 <laughs> like, that's how I would say it because because I always think of like if I was on stage, right? Imagine you were on stage and I and I, I you say that same joke and somebody else out, I don't like that, I'm offended by it. My Yo, I've reaction. gotten that type of shit on stage. Like I heard somebody call me corny as fuck when I was on stage before. 
it was an open mic where I had to be clean, so I couldn't even go back at it like I wanted to. I'm just but sitting you corny. there. You corny. You corny. See, see, yeah, see, I say, okay, I, I, I give you, you much resilience, bro. Because <laughs> if somebody was like, you corny, like, bitch, you corny too. Shut up. Like, I like, like, I think that's how. That's how my reaction is because I'm like, if you're gonna talk shit to me, I'm gonna talk already to you. know you ain't got a filter, man. Like, I remember the shit with Shorty from New York. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we're not gonna talk. We're not gonna talk. <laughs> we're not gonna talk. <laughs> Crisis Mama Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that. Hey, hey, you're not gonna talk about that. We, we that, Between that and, and uh, the biddies at the hookah bar. It threw up on themselves. And shit. Yo, that yo, yo, that was yo, that was crazy. And they was bad too, yo. You know, was what so bad. That's bad. I was I was so mad because they was fine as hell and they was just sloppy drunk, nasty, couldn't hold their liquor. I was like, yo, that's nasty. I was like, I ain't got no time for that. Like we, we yo, see, and that's one thing for me. I'm trying to learn how to translate some of our experiences into these scripts. And and because I put it into yeah. the book already. I put a lot of stuff that we seen into the book. I had to change some stuff. Like a couple things around to protect certain people's uh like certain people's stuff like I'll, I'll I'll change this I'll change that but like for the most part like like because we we had we had a great run yo like we had a great run like of, of mostly comedy shit like everything we 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 saw can be put in comedy in some way shape or form like like and that's why I, I always felt like we had those experiences for a reason yeah I mean like like yep. because. Because they they only not only shaped us they also shaped they also shaped like like you know like the, the bond and, and the friendship and shit because we had, we had to be around each other for all this shit we had to we had like we had to be around each other we had to see we saw a lot of shit together <laughs> like a lot of shit together and and crazy some crazy shit like with them church girls that was in there that wah ha 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 when that shit was happening that I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> wait, what like. Like when that <laughs> shit was happening, like, like, cause I don't even think you was there. I would say you might have been there, or you might not have been there that night. But it was like them church girls that came over, and I mean, you you met them before though. You met them. It was church girls. It was three of them. It was Shade, Trish, and Sharnice. I can say their names because don't nobody know who they are. But like, they was cousins. They was cousins. Oh yeah, I think I kind of remember. It's foggy, yeah. but I I think I remember two of them. And I remember. Yeah, and I remember they were sitting on the couch for a day, and I think, and I think y'all had been there earlier, and you had you had to dip, and I think you recorded, and you had to dip, and they came over there because they wanted to uh, try to sing on a record, and I remember I was sitting there, Scott was sitting there, and I was drinking, and all of a sudden one of the girls was like, "Wah ha ha ha," and like, <laughs> <laughs> that's where that came from. <laughs> that's where that came from. That's where that came from. That like, uh, and, and the reason why it's funny is because. I'm the only person besides Scott that was there for it. And I remember, and I told, and me and Kenny, they made Apollo to this day. We have not ever let that go. Like, we, like, like, we was at, uh, we, was at the, we was at the Clippers game uh, against the Wizards, <laughs> the Wizards, and we sitting there watch like, like doing halftime, like, ha 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 ha, just randomly for no reason. Like, years That's later, like that, rock uh, interlude shit. Like the whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny. But I'm, I, like, I'm telling you, yo, like the stuff that we see and this shit that happened, like this shit don't happen to nobody else, yo. Like I'm, I really think, oh, 